All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 49 of Rolling with the Barons. I am your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. The Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League. You can find out more about the Relocation Football League at www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right, there it will link you to the latest notes, the latest stats, the latest schedules. We're in the playoffs. Check out the uh, conference championship games. We have uh, the Voyagers versus the Bulldogs, and we have the Gunners versus the Explorers. Should turn out to be two classic RFL classic, Insta classic games. Uh, you definitely want to tune in for them. If you want to check that out, they'll be on the YouTube at Relocation Football League. Uh, and then you can also follow the socials. Uh, Twitter is RFL underscore Sim underscore League. Instagram is Relocation underscore Football underscore League. Uh, those are the two biggest ones that you want to check up on. There's also a Facebook, Relocation Football League. Uh, they've been working on the TikTok. They've been working on lots of things, man, just to keep us out there going. And if you really want to link down, uh, 10 toes down for your favorite team, uh, they'll have the link on the website so you can get hooked to those favorite teams. And if your favorite team is the Barons, you can find us at Barons RFL on Twitter and IG. All right. Oh, and before I go from this college series, if you're looking to try to sneak in, again, check out the website. See if there's any positions open. I know that they had just reopened them not too long ago. I don't know if they're closed now. But just to give you a heads up, if you're looking to submit a player, start your college uh, career, do two years in the college series, and then come out and be the best pro that you can be, again, go to www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right? Boom. All right. It's been a while. It's, it's it's been a while since I've really been on here. I was definitely waiting for my interview with uh, the head coach of the Elks, uh, Max Jackson, to really uh, drop, so then I can come and drop behind it. Uh, shout out to Max for the interview. I appreciate you re- reaching out to me and uh, giving me that time, respecting me enough to want to put me on. Uh, your podcast. So again, that that is available on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, the Relocast, definitely check that out. You feel me? And coincidentally, that was our Week 18 game, our last game of the season. Uh, we did face the Elks. Uh, the final score of that game was six to twenty-two. It was either six to twenty-two or six to nineteen. It's been a while. You can judge me because I didn't go fact check it before I came in here. All I know is we got the L, you feel me? And that's all that matters to me is that we got the L. Uh, Big shout out to the Elks. Big, big, big shout out to the Elks. Uh, Y'all did y'all thing. Uh, We had our little rookie bowl. We had our little rookie bowl. had our uh, backup quarterback. Our third string is really on both sides coming in just to see what kind of uh, impact they will have for our teams, what they can provide for us as far as we move on to the future. Uh, the RFL game is not like any other game, uh, so you definitely have to see what your young guys got and what they can install. Uh, 
and I think it was a good it was a good showdown. It was a good matchup. It was good things from both sides, uh, but the Elks were able to pull out that win. Uh, so again, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Uh, doing a quick uh, game review. We'll start off with uh, the offense. We had uh, David Kiata starting at uh, QB again for the second week. Uh, we tried him once in the Texans book, and we went back to our old book with the Ravens. Tried him once in the Ravens book, and uh, I will say there there were some highs and there were some lows, man. There were some highs and there were some lows. My apologies for the brief break. Uh, my apologies for the brief the brief break, but uh, there are some highs and there are some lows. Some things we saw on both sides of the ball. Uh, that will help us grow for the future. Again, uh, stay on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Kihada had a had a decent game, man. Had a decent game. It upsets me that we weren't able to get him in the end zone in either contest that we faced uh, between uh, the Elks or the Lancers. So that's something that we'll be looking forward to is how we can help uh, Kihada be more efficient and effective. As far as when uh, we're down, especially in red zone situations, how we can have him be more efficient and effective. But uh, there were some highlights to his game. We liked the way that he moved out of the pocket. There was a lot of throw on the run, man. There was a lot of throw on the run. that He capitalized on a lot of those opportunities. Uh, we got a lot of big catches from Amari. <clears throat> a lot of big catches from Bain. Uh, things that we like to see, he was able to lead his receivers to uh, specific spots on the field uh, in order to make those plays. Now, it definitely helps being able to play uh, with this type of talent that we do have in Maine, that we do have in Amari, and those were the type of talents that he, he wasn't able to see uh, in his college days at Ole Miss. But it's good to see how he was gelling with the guys, working with the guys, and uh, things that we can do with him as we move forward. Uh, one of the big downsides to the offense was our rushing attack. We weren't able to get as much going as we wanted. Uh, we did get a lot of rushing yards off of Kiata scrambles. Uh, that's one thing that we appreciate about him because he's the only scrambler that we really have on our roster. Uh, so seeing him being able to make plays with his legs outside of the pocket, uh, and get crucial yards to keep drives moving. That was something that we uh, really, really like to see. And as we move into the future, we will definitely design things around uh, those things that he's able to do for the instances where he uh, has to play for us. Uh, that doesn't change the fact that Brinker will be our starter. Uh, we still look at Brinker as a franchise quarterback. Uh, I know a lot of people gave us a lot of slack because we were running the re-option with Brinker. But I definitely made sure to post in the RFL clips uh, just from one of Brinker's earlier games. It was the first re-option that I noticed uh, from his rookie season in season two. A lot of people don't know Brinker has been here since season two. The first, the first year that the NRC was established, Brinker was a rookie. All right, so we look at Brinker as a uh, as a veteran quarterback. He's had a lot of success, and he's he's had a lot of downfalls too uh, in his career playing with the type of team as the Marshall slash Wizards are. Uh, we are very happy that we were able to acquire him from that team. 
Uh, we feel like he's a guy that we can build around and can continue to put in uh, great situations in order to continue to be successful in this league, man. Uh, but it's unfortunate that as far as our rushing attack, that we got more production out of uh, DQ than we did out of Kenny Steele because we did keep a majority of our starters in. Uh, our our intent was definitely to come out and be the best that we could be and uh, win this game. All right, but we also understand that playing with a younger guy, rookie guy, just getting his feet wet, uh, the trials and tribulations you could have with that. Uh, again, we were uh, moving forward. We would like to uh, talk about our passing game. Uh, I feel like we got great production out of our tight end Patrick Bain. Uh, I f uh, he did a lot of he did a lot of good work as far as being the safety valve for uh, DQ in those rough situations where he couldn't get past the rush. Uh, one of our downfalls this year has been the production of our offensive line. Uh, it was definitely a drastic change from our, our from what we did last season. Uh, and it's something that we'll be looking at going forward. Uh, but we do want to salute Patrick Bain for being there when uh, he was needed, having a productive game. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get him over 1,000 yards this season. We only got him to 900, but we still feel like that for a tight end, uh, that is a very productive season. But just for a tight end of his caliber, uh, we wish we could have got him more. Uh, also, another big uh, salute to Amari. Uh, of course, you know what Amari can do, man. Amari is that guy. Amari is that guy, our obvious number one receiver, which is why we felt so comfortable getting rid of uh, Joe Johnson. I don't want to say getting rid. I'll say trading Joe Johnson uh, for him to be technically on paper a higher overall than what Amari was, but not giving us the production that uh, we needed, him becoming somewhat of a, fit, a fifth option uh, we feel like that was the better move for us to make because not only is that a lot of overall to not get to production, that's a lot of money that you're paying to not get to production. Uh, then we also want to get a shout-out to uh, Marcus Young. Uh, he is a guy that we uh, acquired in the trade for Joe Johnson. We feel like he's had a very, very uh, successful season for us. Uh, we'll get we'll, we'll get more into that as the podcast goes. But uh, we definitely want to salute him and the game that he's had. Uh, and then we also want to say it was unfortunate uh, because we did make some changes. We ended up putting uh, Q-Pac as our number one receiver. Uh, we were hoping that we can get him one more uh, upgrade points-wise. Uh, well, through Madden, through the XP. We were hoping that we can get him one more uh, upgrade, and we just fell. Uh, slightly short. Uh, it was uh, definitely an off game for Cupac. Uh, not registering any any catches for us, though we did give a lot of uh, opportunities for him. Uh, and also, usually the number one corner, uh, the number one uh, wide receiver, usually plays against the number two uh, cornerback. So that's something that we'll have to look at going forward. Uh, if He's going to be able to stand up to the test of being our outside receiver if we have to make moves to move him back into the slot. Just because he's a guy that we invested highly in with it being a first-round pick, we invested highly in the Q-Pop 
Uh, and we want to see QPOC continue to be productive. Uh, we did get a lot of production out of QPOC earlier in the season when we still had uh, Joe Johnson on our roster, on our roster, and we were playing him at, uh, more in the slot position. And as we go back and review the tape over the season, we'll just have to see if it's better for us to have him in that position or if we can really elevate him uh, to that next level and have him as the number two because uh, I am a big fan of having Marcus Young in that slot position. I think it fits him well. Uh, he was very, very productive for us. Uh, <clears throat> maybe not as far as what J.J. was able to accomplish with his uh, new team and being the Gunners, but as far as for production for us, uh, Marcus Young easily outplayed what we got from uh Joe Johnson, and uh, that's something that we wanted to continue to build on and want continue to grow. Uh, but it would definitely be, uh, I guess, competition going into the next season as far as what we will do with uh, QPOC and Marcus Young. So that's something that we'll be looking into. All right. Again, our offensive line play was somewhat subpar. Uh, something that we are looking to grow. Uh, not only in the passing game as far as protection. Uh, luckily, DQ had the ability to scramble and get away from some of that pressure. But also in the run game, we weren't really able to establish anything, which is something that we've been able to do uh, throughout the year. Uh, so I don't want to put it all on the O-line. It might have just been the scheme that I changed. Uh, I went to. I went back with the uh, West Coast spread. Sorry about that noise. I'm not recording in my usual spot. Uh, but we went back with the the West Coast spread, uh, something that we feel real comfortable with, especially when Brinker's in the game. And we wanted to see how uh, Kihada would react in those situations, putting him in more in a uh, pass-first situation, but keeping him to his strength with short, quick passes, make the read, make the play. Uh, I think he did a Decent job, but I think uh, if our old line would have held up a lot better, he could have had a more uh, productive game. All right. Uh, now, as we move to uh, the defensive side of the ball, I think our defense played okay. Uh, I'll give it a, a 6 out of 10. Uh, we didn't really change anybody on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, our biggest move was... Uh, taking Arnold because he's more of an older guy and giving uh, Cody Tatum and uh, mainly James Axel those reps, uh, not only in base downs but in nickel downs as well. Uh, we are very, very impressed by the way that uh, James Axel was able to uh, not only bliss for us but make tackles, tackles for loss for us, stand up to big guys. Uh, and make the play for us. Uh, and we are very, very uh, ecstatic about what that can bring for us and the future. Uh, excuse me, I apologize. Uh, he is one guy that I really, really look forward to grooming and growing uh, in this defense. And I think he had a, a great game. Uh, so with that being said, that means that we also played our guy Ethan King, Money Bags, uh, back at his... Uh, normal spot as a strong safety uh we think he was very very effective for us he made a lot of good plays 
Uh, we only gave up one touchdown. That I am sure of. I know we gave up maybe four to five field goals. Uh, that's why I'm unsure if it was 19 or 22. I know we only gave up uh, field goals after that one touchdown. Uh, big shout out to uh, Luke Poor, a guy who was on my board, uh, but because of Kihada and his mentality uh, and what he brings to our team as far as support, man, uh, he was a guy that I had to have on our team, man. I would take, I would take 53 Kihadas, man. I would take 53 Kihadas, guys who are going to ride for the team, uh, no matter what, man. Uh, I felt like. I felt like it was just like a little, uh, well, not a little, but like a, a mini me, like not in a disrespectful way, but just another guy who, through thick and thin, is just supporting our team, and that's something that you always want to have on the team, man. That's something that you always want to have on the team. But I don't want that to take away from the play that Luke Poor gave for the Elks, man. He was, uh, he is very efficient, man. Uh, even though it only led to one touchdown and one turnover. Uh, he was still able to move them down the field, at least to put them in scoring range. Uh, and that's something that you have to salute, man. That's something that you have to salute. Uh, I think the Elks did a great job of uh, not only managing the ball, but managing the time, man. They did a good job of managing the time, uh, keeping us off the field longer than we would have liked to be keep kept off the field and also capitalizing on their opportunities whether it's three or seven man they managed to capitalize on the opportunities uh and then when we flip to the uh defensive side of the ball man i think they did a good job of limiting our re-option uh we wanted to put kihada in a space where he can be more mobile with his legs and show what he could do and uh, i think the Alex did a wonderful job of limiting those uh Rush plays, man. Uh, most of Kiata's ground game came on uh, broken pass pay, uh, plays, uh, tight coverage. Uh, shout out to their secondary tight coverage, which led him to scrambling. A uh, good pressure, again, that led him to scrambling. And uh, it's a double-edged sword, man. So we like to see that. But at the same time, we would have liked to see uh, Kiata be a little bit more comfortable and uh, make plays. Uh, with his arm in the pocket. All right, so again, shout out to the Elk. Shout out to my man's Max. Uh, hopefully, the next time that we face each other, we'll have our starters out there, man, uh, doing what we have to do. I we'll have a little bit more uh, connotation behind it and uh, have a little bit more meaning, man. But at the same time, it was a great game. It was a great game. Very, very good for, I'll say very good for us because we learned a lot about our younger players, man. Very good for us because we learned about our younger players. Uh, when we switched to the special team side of it, uh, we did release uh, kicker Simon Brewer. He was the guy who already decided that he wasn't going to sign back with us. And I just saw it as a situation to where uh, we can get Amy in, man, and see what Amy can do. Uh Amy did have a lackluster performance for us kicking, so uh, we'll definitely be deciding what we will do from there as far as if you want to invest into building her or if we're in a situation when we come to the draft or when we come to free agency where we can uh, 
find somebody who would be more fit to play in our conditions. Uh, not taking away from anything that Amy brings because Amy is a is a is a good kicker and has the potential to be great in this league. But just for where we are right now, uh, we're not sure if that's going to be our best fit. We're not sure if that's going to be our best fit. All right. Uh, as you know, I've been talking about rebrand. I've been talking about rebrand. I've been trying to do a little less talking in the chat. I haven't been causing as many problems in, in the Discord as I would usually do. Uh, a lot of tongue biting. A lot of tongue biting. Uh, regardless of the last uh, quote-unquote debate we've had with uh, the Gunners coach, Coach Mula. Shout out to Coach Mula. Again, wonderful season. You feel me? You guys have been successful. And I continue to wish you all the best. You feel me? I continue to wish you all the best. You feel me? But uh, we are, as a team, going through a rebrand. Uh, one of the biggest things that I've wanted to do was uh, erase the re-option. Now, it's bittersweet. Like, personally, me as a coach, I don't want to let it go at all. I don't want to let it go at all. Uh, it even goes back to the clip that I show a Brinker in rookie season running the reoption. You feel me? Like it, it might just get to a point where we don't run it as much. You might see one or two a game. Even when I was using the Ravens playbook, I was scheming it to a point to where we're on to be like maybe four to six a game. And that's just depending on how the defense plays it. As we play a team like the Snowhawks, we might have used it a little bit more than usual only because the opening was there. You feel me? But that is definitely something that going forward we are looking at to see if that is a change that we want to make. Uh, we want to put more pressure onto Brinker's arm. Uh, Brinker has one of the best arms, one of the best throwing motions in this league. Uh, it's just been a matter of uh, him and his decision making. Uh, even going back to our game with the Explorers, man, uh, a throwaway on that drive keeps us in the game, keeps us in the chance to win, keeps us in the chance of being in the playoff hunt. But at the same time, you have to understand your player, so it's not surprising to me that he risked it for the biscuit because that's what we preach, risk, risk it for the biscuit. Uh, and I, I wish that play could have been uh, a little different. A little different, but those are things that you have to work on, you have to grow on. All right, and then when we think about the output of our uh, offensive line this season, uh, that's something that we'll really, really, really be testing, man, going forward. Uh, one of the benefits of having the draft later in the year is that I will have time to work with this team, scheme with this team, play with this team on the new Madden in order to see what direction we really, really want to go in in the draft. Now, I have my personal pick that I'm not really trying to veer from. But I understand not only the, the talent that can be acquired through free agency, but the talent or lack of talent that can be acquired through the draft. Uh, as we go through these applications and these check-ins with our college players, man, you start to just note little things and 
You start putting things on a list and realizing that there's only so many in this pot, but there might be a plethora in this pot, and it's definitely going to change the way uh, our draft goes. I don't expect our draft to go like the typical NFL draft or anything like that. It's going to be definitely based on the way our league is set up and the needs of our league. Uh, that's why we encourage certain that's why we encourage when guys sign up for the league to make a certain type of player. Uh, we also we understand that everybody wants to be the guy. Uh, that's been that's been like that's been an issue that I've been dealing with uh, personally as a coach. Uh, everybody wants to be the guy, and when you're not the guy, man, it, it causes a lot of guys to kind of leave the game. We kind of went through that with. Uh, Mar Rivers, as far as why he's not here right now, he he felt like he should be the guy, and even though I felt like he was the guy, he wasn't getting the production he felt like he should get, the 20 sacks a year and all of this, blase, blase, and it caused him to leave, man. Then you have other guys who just aren't as active as far as uh, getting the reloads, man. The reloads are very, very key to your success in this league, especially with the way guys are going to be governed. I guess truck a term as far as the as far as guys are going to be governed, man. People aren't coming in as 85s and 83s like they used to on a normal Madden draft. It's all going to be at the discretion of uh, the commissioner. Uh, so a lot of guys aren't going to be at that point. A lot of guys aren't going to have the dev unless they earn it on the field. And those are the kind of things that uh, we're going to be looking at and really taking account uh, as we move forward, man, as we move forward going through. Uh, one of the biggest things that I'm looking for when I go into uh, the draft is not only going to be production through school, but just uh, well stats and all of that and if you could possibly have a dev, but just the way the way you ride for your team is going to be very key. The way you ride for the team is going to be very key. And I can say right now that we have a very, very quiet locker room uh, full of guys that I like, man. Full of guys that I like and that I want to see successful, man. But if they don't want to see themselves as successful as I want to see them, or if they're not riding for the team the way I would like them to ride for the team, man, it's nothing that I can do for that. It's nothing that I can do for that. One thing about me, I may talk a lot of trash, man, but the trash I talk is always going to be in support of my team. I don't care what my team. Right now, my team is a 79. We could be a 59 overall. I'm going to ride for my team. I always think my team is the best team, man. And now it's just a matter of surrounding our guys or, or building a team that's full of guys that's like that, man. Just building a team that's full of guys that's like that. Uh, so, through the uh, offseason, man, from the trade block, uh, especially with me having to re-sign a few guys, and a lot of the top three guys that I want to re-sign, only one of them is really here. Only one of them is really here, and that I wish... He could be here a lot more than he is. I wish he put a lot more effort into his player. But I understand, man. I understand everybody can't or everybody isn't always on the same page, man. Everybody isn't trying to always invest the same way. Uh, so those are things that we will be working through throughout the offseason. Again, it's great that we can we get the game. 
We had time to practice with our team, build our team ahead of time before we get into the draft, adjust to the playbooks, and see what we really, really want to get from our team, how we really, really want to attack this draft. And I think that's going to be key. I think that's going to be key. Uh, at first, I was a little upset because the draft happened uh, so late because I'm used to free agency, then the draft, and we sit with the team, and we can do this and blase, blase. But I think having a better outlook on the direction that we're trying to go and then be able to find the plug-and-play pieces we need for the direction that we're trying to go uh, will be very, very crucial for us uh, going forward, man. It will be very, very crucial for us going forward, and it's something that I look forward to. It's something I look forward to. Uh, another big thing is as far as the podcast. The podcast, I really only see maybe two more episodes for the remainder of this year. Uh, that will probably be the free agency recap and then the draft recap. And then after that, man, I really don't see too much from us. Uh, we'll see how things roll over into the next year. If I want to keep doing the week-to-week, game-to-game broadcast as far as the podcast. But just from going back to the rebrand, man, it's just going to be a lot of... It's going to be a lot of chilling, man. It's going to be a lot of chilling. I feel like... I don't want it to take away from the personality that I have because... Everyone knows the personality that I have. I'm going to come in rapping. You feel me? Like, it's the same. Just like Lito. He keep posting that same that same gif of the uh, gorilla coming in and just throwing up sand at everybody. Causing ruckus. You feel me? Like, that. that's me. That's me. But it's also going to come down to uh, growth as a coach, man. I've noticed that a lot of the best coaches really don't say anything, man. They, really, they just go out there and play ball, and it is what it is. And I want to get more into that. I don't want to have to talk up my team for my team to be talked about. I want us to go out on the field and prove it, man. I want us to go out on the field and prove it, and that's going to come down to me just putting our team in the best situation. So if you're not seeing me in the Discord, you're not seeing me in the streams, I don't want you to think that I'm not there. I'm reading. I'm always reading. I'm always looking. I've been in every game. Whether I post it or not, I've been in every game, beginning to end, especially during the playoffs. I've been there, beginning to end, just watching, looking, taking notes. Whether it's taking notes on how people react to my team, Taking notes on how my players react to other teams. You feel me? It's just I just been sitting back, taking notes, seeing how I really want to move. But at the end of the day, man, it's just a certain thing that I expect. Not only from me as the leader of this team, but from the players on the team. And it's just a matter of building that culture in our locker room, man. It's just about it's just about building that culture in our locker room. So uh, we'll see how that how that goes going forward. Uh, I'll do a quick season review. Uh, I, I, I had planned to do a season review podcast separately, but I'm, I'm stepping away from that, man. I'm stepping away from that. Uh, I was I was gonna wait until maybe like after the reload or. Yeah, or before the reload, so I can just say some things that I wanted to say. But we're at a point now, man, that I'm. It is what it is. That's that's 
that's been my main thing. Like, that's been my mindset recently. Like, it, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. Do what you want to do. Y'all got it. I don't even really want to argue. I don't even want to make a scene. Like, it doesn't. it's not the same. It's not as fun as it used to be, man. It's not as fun as it used to be. Uh, I don't want to blame it on losing because it's not like we've ever been, like, undefeated like the Explorers or a, a, a quote-unquote top-tier team, man. And now it's just about, hey, we'll play the game. It is what it is, bro. It is what it is. Uh, quick season recap, man. Uh, very happy with the production that we got from Brinker this season uh, as far as him passing and him uh, – not throwing interceptions. The biggest thing that we'll have to work on is fumbles. Uh, that's something that we'll work on moving forward. And also him not standing in the pocket, uh, holding on to the ball. I think that attributed to a lot of his sacks. But as long as uh, we put him in a better scheme to help him get the ball out quicker, uh, things will be all right, man. I like where we're going with Brinker. As far as Kenny, it was great to see him play through our whole season, even though we couldn't get him the accolades that we wanted. I think he missed one game due to uh, fatigue, man. Me not, me not training the way I should train. I put that on me. But other than that, I feel like he had a very productive season. We would just like to see him get more in the end zone rushing uh, than he did receiving. But him being versatile enough to do both it was great for us. Uh, as far as our receiving room, we got great production out of Amari. Uh, we like the growth that we've seen in Young. Uh, especially for the stigma that was behind them as far as not being able to make the big catches when needed or not being able to make the big plays when needed. He was very efficient for us. Uh, I think in his limited amount of games, he scored more touchdowns for us than uh, what J.J. was able to score for us, so we felt like he was just a better match for what we were trying to do. Uh, we would like to continue to see growth in uh, QPOC. Uh, hopefully he can come in and be... Uh, Going into next season and being a uh, guy that we can rely on, man. Being a guy that we can rely on. There were a couple key situations where uh, just rookie moments, man. That were just rookie moments. But hopefully he'll continue to grow and uh, we can work on those things. Uh, we have uh, some decent depth at our wide receiver position. Uh, my standout favorites right now are uh, Tevin Freeman and... Uh, GP Grayson Perkins uh, would like to see what happens with uh, Boogie moving forward. If he'll be a guy that uh, we continue to try to grow, if we're just a, he's just a guy we put on the practice squad and see what we can do with him later. Uh, you never know. Uh, we got great production out of Bain, uh, but with Bain getting older, man, uh, we'll definitely have to start working Gallimore in. Uh, Gallimore is somebody that we're I'm, – I'm really a big fan of Gallimore and the things that he can do. But I don't want to take away from the things that Bain can do. So it's just about finding that balance. Uh, I feel like as we move forward, we'll definitely be moving into more two tight end sets just to get them both on the field. Uh, and then we have a great guy in Stouts who's good depth. Uh, I don't want to skip over the Patty Wagon, our guy Patrick Watson. Uh, he's a guy in at the full pack, uh, fullback position that we like. Uh, but we will be trying to see if we want to continue to move with a fullback, if we want to try to get a stronger fullback. Uh, but with him being young, man, we feel like uh, he's a guy that we can definitely mold into things that we like. 
Overall, I'm disappointed with the play of our offensive line, especially with Drones and uh, Trotter uh, giving up. I want to say just between them about 30 sacks. Uh, that 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 really hurt us. That really hurt our uh, our play for this season. I understand, like, yeah, there's the Thunderbirds. Yeah, there's the Explorers. But uh, still no reason for us to give up that many sacks. Uh, so we'll definitely be trying to make moves to see where we go from there, especially with them being older guys. I think our... Our starters uh, range between 29 and 31 uh, on our line, so we'll definitely be uh, looking to get younger, looking to get younger, man, seeing what kind of moves that we can make. Uh, our depth hasn't really proved that they could step up and be starters uh, outside of Stuart Thompson, uh, so he's a guy that we'll definitely be holding on to, but uh, we'll see how things go uh, moving forward. Uh, as far as the defense, uh, I think that we were productive on our line, but we could have been better. Uh, we may have started for us a little bit too early, and that took away from the production of Yates. Uh, Yates, when he wasn't, he was very, very productive for us, and which is something we would like to see. But also with him being the older guy, we wanted to get the younger guy in there and see what he can give us. And in the scheme that we played, being the 3-4, to be able to get about five to six sacks from uh, for us was great for us. Uh, having our nose tackle lead our team in uh, sacks is a, a blessing and a curse. Uh, we're glad that we have a guy like Cheeseburger in the middle who can go in there and uh, get the plays done, man. He's definitely a very he, – he's the key to our defense, man. I really made, made the defense around <coughs> – excuse me. I really made the defense around him. Uh, to see him be productive was great. Uh, hopefully that leads to – or leads to – whether it's keeping his dab or moving up one, uh, we shall see. Uh, also, we were able to get great play out of Yap, man. Again, being one of our top three rushers, uh, something that we want to continue to uh, groom moving forward. Uh, as far as our linebacker play, I like what we got out of uh, – I think he was third on our team in sacks, man. We really like what we got out of Kit, and we want to continue to grow him. Uh, hopefully, we can get him up to the next level of dab. We've been trying to get him the superstar for a while now. Uh, hopefully we can get him up to that next level. Uh, as far as SBJ, I think SBJ, uh, it took him a little while to catch on, man. But once he really got the flow of things, man, he was very efficient for us. I think robbed of a lot of sacks that he uh, should have had, maybe just because they were half sacks or whatever it was. But I think but as we move forward in the future, he'll be great for us. Uh, in the middle, we like what uh, Armstead gave to us as far as uh, the consistency in tackles. Uh, we knew when we put him in that he wasn't going to be an elite player, but he was going to be a good player and help us keep things, or help us get things done, and that's something that we like. Uh, he will also help us to mow Axel, and we think Axel did a great job of adjusting to his role. Uh, I know they usually say, like, guys are situational pass rushers, and they're usually, like, ends that can't uh, stop the run or all they can do is pass rush or whatever. Uh, we felt like uh, Axel was a great blister for us. Uh, he's someone that we want to continue to grow because we like the we like the energy that he brings to our team, man. He made a lot of key plays, a lot of key stops for us, and I just can't wait to see how he grows. All right. Uh, and also, Cody Tatum was a good guy for us on special teams. Uh, wish he could have caused a little bit more uh, ruckus, a little bit more fumbles in those situations. But we're also great. We're also happy with how he plays, and I hope he's somebody that we can continue to groom as well. Uh, as far as our secondary, uh, with uh, Damari Sparks and uh, Dada, uh, 
And really, VA too, man, I was very, very disappointed in the way that they played. Uh, a lot of plays that we would have never given up, we ended up giving up. Uh, and it's just going to be more so about the adjustment to uh, the new game, how things play. Uh, we never blame Madden. Uh, it's just our adjustment to the way the game is. And I think this our adjustment just came a little bit too late in the season for us to really make a difference. Uh, dropping from like 35 interceptions to like 13 was was, cru was crushing for us. It affected a lot of our the way we played, man. A lot of the reason why we were able to be successful the way we were last year is because we were able to create turnovers to give our offense more opportunities. Uh, and not having those opportunities really put us uh, behind in a lot of games. Uh, and not only not creating those opportunities, but not able to make those stops. Uh, crucial for us. Alright, uh, we move back to the safety room. Well, let me not go there first. Sanchez Clay, I think he would be a good uh, depth player for us. And someone that we will continue to bring. And depending on how things go in the following years, maybe somebody that we begin to, to slide in. Uh, when we get into our three wide situations, man, but uh, he's definitely somebody that I want to continue to work with. I, I like the type of player that he is. All right, and then moving to our safety room, starting with uh, uh, Ethan King again. I think was the highlight of our defense again this year too. Uh, very, very productive for us. Whether it was him making the play or him making it so other guys can make the play, uh, it sucks that other guys didn't capitalize as much. But we do not discredit the the role, uh, the attention that he brings, uh, forces our offense to bring to him, uh, the opportunities that he brought on the others, we, we really, really, really needed that. And he's somebody who I can't wait to continue to grow. And I think he will be at 99 soon, uh, which would be great for us. And I, I, if not by the end of next season, you feel me, the season, the begin, midway through the next season after that, he will be a 99 overall, and I feel like he'll be worth every dollar that I spent. Uh, on the flip side of that, well, not on the flip side. Let's go to uh, Trent Christian. I think Trent Christian did a good job of filling in, uh, making some big plays, man, for us when we need those big plays. The veteran, uh, we know he's getting older in age. Uh, he is a guy that I, as much as I like him, he at this point in time, it will be nice if he kind of just – retire for us so we can kind of get that money off the books but if he decides not to he's still a guy that we can use efficiently all right and then when we move over to the opposite side uh to the free safety very underwhelmed by the way that hayden harrell played for us uh whether it was getting out jumped by guys he should outplay or just not even getting that turnover production that we wanted man that's something that we'll be looking at going in going into next season man is the role that he will play for us uh, this might be the first year with us, with him being 31, 30, oh yeah, 31. This might be the first year that he actually regresses due to the, his play this season. Uh, so that's something that we'll also be looking uh, at as far as going forward, uh, what we do with him. All right. Uh, definitely like the play that we got from Rubio in his uh, situations that he was in, man. Uh, I wish he was... Uh, a little more active and can grab some reloads to uh, build his player up because he's a guy that I could see on this team being an elite safety in this league if he would just have that dedication to his player that I want that I want him or need him to have and the dedication that I want to have to him, man. But it all starts with 
how dedicated he's going to be. And I understand. Uh, and then we also have Jacola, man. Jacola made some decent plays for us, man, when needed. Uh, he's a guy that we'll see with how if how Harold is moving, if he's a guy that we can place up top, or if he has to be more of a gadget guy, we play him in sub linebacker sometimes, play him in slot sometimes. He's one of those guys that I can really put at every secondary uh, spot. So he's very key for us. He's not someone that I really want to let go. It's just a, it's just how he's going to grow uh, from here. All right, and then as we move over to the special team side of things, uh, very happy in the return that we got from uh, – Marcus Young, when we had him in there on kick returns, but especially Tevin Freeman, uh, one of the things that keeps us here not or keeps him here, not only how exceptional he is as a slot receiver, but also just how exceptional he's been for us on return, and that's something that we hope that we can continue to build uh, and grow. Uh, then we have our punter Kevin Morris, who to me is a Pro Bowl caliber man, a Pro Bowl caliber punter, somebody that I, I'm not letting go of. He will continue to grow. Another guy that I hope keeps his dev throughout the sweep, uh, even if he hasn't been the number one punter. You feel me? He's definitely been top five since we've had him, man. And uh, hopefully he continues that, and hopefully we can keep him with his dev. But I think even without his dev, he'll continue to be successful. But still one of my favorite players, or I feel like one of the most crucial players on our team. All right, and then lastly, we go to the kicking game. Uh, solid season from Simon Brewer. Man, solid season from si Simon Brewer. He made a lot of big kicks for us, man. Some crucial kicks that he missed, but he made a lot of big kicks for us, man. And uh, unfortunate that we, we were not able to keep him going forward. Unfortunate that we're not able to keep him going forward. Maybe we'll take a, uh, another look at him in uh, free agency, depending on how we feel like uh, we can move. If we see some guys in the, that might look good in the draft, you might take a shot on one of them. Uh, we'll definitely see. And as far as Amy, man, uh, it was a lackluster performance, but she's also somebody that uh, we may take a look at going into the next season. Uh, as far as if we want to uh, sign her back, because we did move her to the practice squad, then we did move her to the roster. Uh, so we may sign her back at a cheaper contract just to have that safety valve kicker. And then if we find somebody else, maybe move her to the practice squad or try to trade her or something like that. Or if we can't find someone in the draft, we'll just try to build her, man. We'll just try to build her. But uh, it'll definitely be a... a It'll definitely be a, a working process. It'll definitely be a working process. We'll see where we'll go from there. All right. All right. Now, uh, last but not least, I just want to shout out to all the the continued listeners, man. The continued listeners. I've definitely seen and noticed from when we were last year on top of things to us this year slumping, man. And it's just been some people who continue to stick by and continue to listen. So I want to send a big shout out to the ones who continue to listen. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I definitely, definitely appreciate it. All right. Uh, but I think that's going to be a wrap for us, man. I think you'll see us, uh, after free agency for a quick pod, after free agency for a quick pod, man, just to give you a recap I've seen a couple guys that I have my eye on, but it's really, really hard to kind of really plan for free agency because you don't know who's going to be no touch list. You don't know who might get re-signed at the end of the season. It's, it's too much. It's too much. 
don't know what to call it, man. It's just, it's just, it's just a lot with it, man. It's just a lot with it. So we'll we'll see how things go, man. We'll see how things go. But hopefully we can make a couple splashes uh, that will help build our team up, get us back in that eighty plus range as far as overall. Uh, there's a couple guys that I have been looking at, man, that I would assume may fall, uh, but we'll see. We'll probably go for some, uh, a few veteran guys, man, that we feel can make an impact. Uh, because, again, our motto, reload bar or bust. Uh, so we're definitely trying to find some uh, veteran guys who we feel like they can come in, plug in, and play, get us where we need to go, and then maybe later in the draft find some guys to go behind them that we can build. Uh, but we'll see, man. We'll see. So uh, we'll see you with the free agency recap. Uh, and as always, uh, protect the crown. All right. Uh, earn your stripes. All right. Uh, bomb squad. Yep. Bomb squad. We'll see if that's still going to be a thing going in the next season. But for right now, bomb squad. All right. Gorilla gang. Uh, definitely got to rebuild them. Gorilla gang. You feel me? But last but not least. Go Barron.